This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, Hovling! <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Jasper William Cartwright. And I've gone lightheaded. <laughs> uh, my neighbors are complaining. Uh, and I am joined today by... Hi, I'm going to be a candy, but some people call me Liv. The high has the to high, stay. Yeah. Every time the high has to stay. Every I time. like and, yeah. and Jeremy Cobb. But Justin Middelaner, I apologize if I mispronounced your last name, Justin, calls me mm-hmm. the everlasting Cobstock. Upper, which was suggested not long mm-hmm. afterward by Beard Papa on our Discord, whom I would like to hey. congratulate mm-hmm. for being the first to be second. That is the first repeat nickname suggestion we've ever had. Everyone give Beard Papa Absolute. a round of applause for being second to arrive on a fantastic nickname. Thank you. Excellent well done. Work. Well done. If there's, if there's something we reward here, it's second place. We mm-hmm. love second place. Second place feels rich. Um... And Luando Nati Lewis now, but everybody calls me Unati. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they oh back, yeah. they back. How's it going? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so tired. Oh. I'm so yeah. tired. I'm like crawling <laughs> over the finish line that is this year, and it's only freaking March. <laughs> It is only March. Oh, you got a ways oh, to go. You got a ways to go, yeah, yeah, I'm exhausted. It's good to be back. I have missed this. Um, seven months of my life was eaten by a job. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm back. This is good. This is good. It's hi- nice to say hey. Yes. yes. Should I do the second uh, nickname? Jeremy, do you want to go I again? A, yeah, I have a second again? nickname yeah. in honor of... I think you should of... go again. Okay, ready? Ready, ready? You got it. And... <laughs> and Jeremy Cobb, but learns the balance yes. druid, calls me Jeremy 15 Love Cobb, career grand slam of Tenet. Oh, bring it back Tenet. We had to bring back Tenet for the 100th episode. I still haven't seen that movie. <laughs> and you don't ever need <laughs> to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh... I watched an interview recently. Uh, it was just a very small clip mm-hmm. of Quentin Tarantino being asked what he thought about Tenet. And after a long pause, he was like, I think I need to see it again. <laughs> 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 that should tell you. If Quentin Tarantino is like, because you could tell that he wasn't like, he just didn't want to say that he didn't think it was a good movie. Like, I feel like he personally knows yeah. Chris Nolan. He's, he's, he's normally quite, he's, he's normally quite enthusiastic about movies as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. He usually is quite like a cheerleader for other filmmakers. Yeah, so. that is the <laughs> most like mad I've ever heard him be on like a movie by a contemporary. Or it was just incredibly genuine that he was just like, I don't know what happened. Like, I, really, still I will need to, to see out. this again. I'm still trying to figure this out. Yeah. And then I try to shoot Kevin Costner. This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. Full Prince vibe? Woof. <laughs> this makes them even more black. 
does have an alligator with a pistol in it, though. A brand new On a nat 20. Oh! My name is Blam Jam. That's disgusting and I love it. <laughs> and we're about to get into something real big now. So yeah, this is technically the first episode of Four Black Halflings, uh, the first and last probably. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, there is four of us. This is amazing. What an amazing thing! And the reason that we are all together, halflings, is because this is our one hundredth like main show episode. One hundredth. <laughs> Yes! Wow. Yes, the Meow Cannons are back. Uh, but I, I genuinely, what I'd like, this is, this is slightly surreal, right? A hundred episodes. Like, we're, we, we were on like a fancy Zoom website. We've all got yeah. fancy mics. We're, you know, it feels like we've just come a long way oh. since this, this thing started. And, uh, and 100 episodes. I want to actually give a little round of applause to everyone right here, right now. It's very unbridged mm. of me to, to oh. applaud partly myself, but we, We've put out some content yeah. over the last few years. Like the fact we're already at 100, I genuinely think we barely miss a week. You know, we've been here. And I think that is, uh, that is a pretty cool achievement for, uh, for all of us. And I'm uh, so happy to have shared it with you. Uh, wonderful, wonderful people. Flowers, palm wine, and oat milk all around. <laughs> Liv, this is your first oat milk. Have, and first palm wine. Oh, Here, yes. have some palm wine and oat milk. Oh, there you are. thank you so Please. much. I would also love to say that like i feel so because i've just like waltzed my way into three black halflings and i'm just here <laughs> to take waltz, all the glory <laughs> <laughs> yes we've done such good work yes thank you everyone yeah, thank you. <laughs> you're like the director who came on at the end of the project yeah. then received yeah. the oscar like yes yeah i want to thank, thank you yeah, yeah. or america <laughs> no, absolutely not <laughs> Like we came in in the second to last year and said that we won the war. No, I I actually would like to refute that. Liv's already been such an amazing uh, part of this group. Uh, is going to be heading up some video content Ooh. that we're going to be doing, which is extremely exciting. Uh, so make sure you keep it locked over on a a certain YouTube mode, perhaps that we're gonna we're gonna mm. make. Mm. Uh, lots of plans and things in the pipeline. So uh, huge props to Liv for that. Um, but first of all, uh, Inati, how have you been since uh how long has it been since we last did an episode i'm guessing it was like i don't know like october november i'm gonna say november uh, like that november yeah. mm-hmm. maybe Many november. So, it would it would have <laughs> been like a, it would have been end of october beginning of november i think yeah. so let's say like four months how has this last four months been for you i you've already said up top you were tired <laughs> i guess that's the overriding emotion no, right now it's just a load of work you know it's just a load of work it's two yeah. different countries Two different COVID mm. statuses, mm. loads yeah. of waiting, and then a production that has so many moving parts. It's actually kind of wild. I can mm. imagine. I mean, it's Netflix, right? Yeah, like it's, it's big, it's big cheese. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like kind of a bit huge. I was like, so you so you built the entire town on this lot. You just built the town. You just built it. Wow, oh, oh, that's damn. bonkers. You just built it because you could. Okay, cool. That's nice. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so oh, it's just that, re- that reminds me. We we went to uh, when I, I was doing some filming for um, a Silent Witness, is like the British oh. show, and we did some filming at this like racetrack thing where they film a bunch of movies. And uh, Death of the Nile, uh-huh. the new Kenneth Branagh mm. uh, one that's literally just come out, I mm. think, was filming there, and they'd built like an entire side of like a pyramid, and I was like, 
what? And it was just like in the middle of South London. Infinite <laughs> like, money. Just no. like in the middle of some woods <laughs> in South London. I was like, what? So yeah, I definitely yeah. feel that. It's a very strange experience. It's very, very odd. And it's just, yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. Working, mm. setting up, finally in my own flat. Um, my own Ooh. apartment. Ooh. I have my cat, but she's angry at me because I haven't fed her yet, oh. and she's not allowed to be <gasps> fed because she's getting snip snipped tomorrow. <gasps> oh, oh my god! Good no. luck. She doesn't know. Oh no! Oh, she, oh no! She's gonna oh, get sashimi yeah. before bed as a treat because I spoil it. Sashimi, give us your what? fallopian tubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. trade you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so she's gonna get some tuna sashimi, and then tomorrow they're gonna take uh, a fellow. Of all the things that are unsurprising about Unati, the fact that you uh, spoil your cat is not on the list <laughs> yeah. of surprising things. Like, I think if there's anything that anyone who's listened to the show for a long time knows, is Unati likes two things: <laughs> knives and cats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So oh, I don't think that was ever. Um, uh, and, and like, tell everyone, like, tell everyone, remind everyone again if they have. Haven't uh, listened to that particular episode. What you're doing at the moment? Because it's a big deal. Oh right? yeah, I saw um, uh, Tim Burton and the guys who did uh, Smallville, Miles Miller and Alfred Gao, are doing a um, adaptation of Wednesday, basically the Adams Family, mm. and it's her sleuthing and investigating, and there's a conspiracy afoot. Um, and yeah, conspiracy. it's very cool, <laughs> but I, cool. I was at work. <laughs> this is like, your oh, first, yeah. this is I'm your first like, promotional interview for the, for like, we're giving you a yes. practice for <laughs> the tour, yeah, the press tour you're, you're going to have Like, no yeah. one should ever let me on a press tour because I will be tired and I will not lie about it. I'll just be like, I'm tired. <laughs> Why am I here? You can I Google the information. Yet. It's on IMDb Pro. <laughs> Yeah. These are the answers. Why are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> you can Google an IMDb Pro. <laughs> just like, oh, I just want to, I just want to, you know, I want to move on with my life. Um, well, yeah. I, uh, well, Linati, you know, feel free if you go on that press tour, just instead of saying, you know, like, instead of promoting the thing, feel free to just mention 3BH as much as you oh, like. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Just, just do that'll that. Be, just, that'll be fine. If, if you don't want to answer a question, you'd be like, just go listen to 3 by Coffee. My answer is on there. <laughs> just have a dummy of you with the 3 by Coffee logo on its face, just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, it was, it was truly wild. It was truly, truly mm. well. It's uh, it was amazing. A, ex- well, incredible. huge, huge, huge congratulations because yeah. what an amazing and wonderful thing! I can't wait. I mm-hmm. think we're gonna have to try and do some sort of watch party or something, right, on the show. On, oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, um, uh, and watch that because we, we have to give you your flowers, Inati. Like, there's no way we're mm-hmm. n- we're allowed to not give you your flowers uh, for being in this potentially like career. You know, this is a huge career highlight. And I, I think know. It's and so. then people have to see it. Why can't it just be the theatre? And it's only in one room. Your shipment of palm wine and hope milk is in the mail. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Bring it in. Uh, bring it in. Reverse that truck of palm wine and hope milk. Uh, and so, uh, what we thought we would do for this episode, we have been soliciting some questions uh, from, um, from our Discord. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, by the way... Um, you're missing out. We have just added a new channel. Uh, yes, you, A, you're missing mm-hmm. out. But we have just added a new channel uh, called Ask the Halflings, uh, because we're going to try, I think, every month or every couple months or so, we're going to try and do a bit of a mailbag episode. Jeremy, you are going to be our... Question sort of keeper? Not really qu- qu- quiz master. That's no, man, bad, I'll take like, quiz master. Kind of, I did a lot of Bible quizzing and that's oh, the cool. name yeah, of the, 
qu- I feel like it's not quite accurate because we'll be point scoring on this like very <laughs> I mean, chill. I scoring. will be can, awarding can we make points. Point Thank score? you, Liv. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Jeremy's awarding points. points. <laughs> Okay, but can we? But we have to. We we have to collectively. Me, Unati, and Liv have to collectively decide on your points for the answers yes. you give to the questions. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. As long as we can agree to that, then I'm yes, fine. Yes. Absolutely. Wonderful. And this first question Ooh. is for everybody. This is from one of our earliest contacts in the TTRPG space. A I still remember when we first had our first video call with this person, and this is one of our beloved mods, Dusty. Dusty yes. got in first oh, and said, Dusty. why are y'all so awesome? Thank you. Uh, we'll start with you, Jasper. <laughs> um, I can speak to why my co-hosts are all so awesome because no, no. they bring nothing but spice and seasoning to the... I can, I, 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 there's no way you're getting out of me, Liv. I'm not going to compliment you, you, myself. You it's not going to happen. Oh, you're going to get a little school <laughs> for this. It's not going to happen. I had a haircut today, right and I'll now. be honest, it, it actually looks pretty good. <laughs> it, it's a fresh haircut. My haircut actually looks pretty. It's a, it, I got a skin fade yeah. going. It's been a minute, and I look good. So there you go. That's why I'm so awesome today. Uh, who are we going to next? Uh, we are going <laughs> to Unati next. And I do agree. The, yes. the, I will give you, I will award you a single point for that. I subtracted it. I'm going to say mm-hmm. the basic number of points is two. You lost a point for refusing right. to comment on yourself, but you mm-hmm. kept the last point back. with the fade. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Nice. So Jasper has one point. one point. Unati, it's all you. <laughs> yes. Why are um, we so awesome? Why, track. <laughs> why moisturize, hydrate, and mind your business? Mm. Yes. Mind your business yes. and yes. drink your water. Coming in with a slogan. I, it's it's a Unati original slogan. I'm going with three mm. points for that. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Nice. Yes. Okay. I'm going two plus Very one. Nice. Live. Why are y'all so awesome? Uh, well, uh, I would have to say it's that wonderful, welcoming, halfling, shire atmosphere. Mm. Well, we're in mm. the shire. We're, we're, mm. we're cooking up a bit of grub and we're, you, everyone come sit down. Come sit down, we'll feed yeah. you up, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's, that's Food. Strong answer. We're giving you a strong yeah. answer. That's Thank a strong answer. I'm going to give that two points. Uh, for you, my that. answer, melanin. Yes! I would pick uh, up my mic and drop it. I, 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 <laughs> yes. But please don't. But please don't. No one, no no one, one wants that it. in there is. I'd give that a three. What yeah, do you think, think Liv? Yeah. Is I three like the that. max? We could go higher <laughs> than three. Yes, I'd I say think... five max. Five I is like if you hear it, you're okay. like, my God. Okay, five points. Five Jeremy's in the lead. GG. Okay. Feel slightly corrupt, the system, but I'm with it. I'm <laughs> yeah. here for it. Uh, Unati. This, this, is, yes. uh, this is specifically, well, it's directed to all of us, but it, uh, Unati, okay. you will get to answer first. This is from okay. Lady mm-hmm. Salvia. Thank you, Lady Salvia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is directed generally to all halflings, but to particularly to Unati. What do the works of Ooh. Ursula K-, K. Le Guin mean to you? When did you first encounter them, and did they in any way change your perspective on what science fiction and fantasy could or should be? First of all, J.K. Rowling stole um, Harry Potter from Ursula K. Le Guin, The Wizard of Earthsea. Let's just put that aside. Mm. Cheap, <laughs> cheap, oh, okay. cheap imitation. Um, Shots fired. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like The Dispossessed, I think, is one of my favorite books of all time. Um, I think how, between Ursula K. Le Guin and Mark and Atwood, how they explore feminine or femme issues in 
alternative futures is fascinating to me. But I think the dispossessed takes it even further and and packs the whole damn thing down to class. Like it's, I don't know. I just think Ursula K. Le, K. Le Guin is a badass and she's an incredible writer and has written some seminal, seminal texts. And in the conversation around science fiction, she can tend to get lost with like Philip K. Dick or you know, Elders Huxley or whatever the case may be, I think it's important to recognise that there were a lot of really fascinating and interesting women also playing a part, including Octavia Butler. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, mm. yeah, mm. I think very important authors, very, very important authors, very much worth reading. And I said what I said, cheap imitation. Say it with your chest. You heard it here first, He's been retracted. Yeah. I also loved uh, Unati's face as they heard that question and they were like, someone done their homework? <laughs> what? That's a question. <laughs> like, what? There this we is springy. What do you mean? Okay. Yeah. So I think can we award a point to the person who asked that question? Yes. Lady Salvia. Yeah, can we give a point Lady to Lady Salvia? Lady Salvia gets a point for understanding yes. the assignment. Yes. 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 That is a uh, point. And I, I'm going to award that. I think I'm going to award that a solid four points. Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. I think it's a very, very good answer. A strong, a strong innings from Unati so far. You know, I was expecting sources. Uh, we're being generous with these points, <laughs> folks. Uh, now, now, Liv, I don't know if you are familiar with the works of Ur- Ursula K. Le Guin. If you are not, that's absolutely fine. Mm. Uh, make something up. All right. Yeah. No, I think... Uh, <laughs> Isla K. Le Guin uh, has really transformed the genre um, and has surpassed all expectations uh, bestowed upon her. I believe that um, she is a facet of God, if not if not God. Um, <laughs> and I look forward to uh, joining her in the Nether Realm. Is that? Yes. I'm gonna give that three. Yeah, that yeah. was a good answer. Yeah. God, so that was strong. <laughs> Jasper, uh, uh, what do you think? I would probably have to say that uh, it is uh, questionable as to whether uh, Ursula Kayla Gwynn is even of our time. Uh, I wonder whether perhaps <laughs> they were able to somehow transcend through time, mm-hmm. kind of bringing back this work as it seems so revolutionary and so ahead mm-hmm. of its time that you almost have to question, is this even, you know, is, it's, it's almost hard for us to comprehend, I think, uh, the true mm-hmm. levels and depth yeah. uh, within this work. And so yeah. uh, I, I will be uh, now Googling for the rest of the evening, uh, was Ursula K. Le Guin from a different time and yeah. see if there's any of those sort of weird grainy photos of them apparently being photographed in the past and in the future and stuff like that excellent the, the I'm thought, award, right there i'm gonna award you two points for that you are now up to three thank you uh for me i also have not read the works of ursula k Le Guin. uh so uh all i can really say is ursula k Le Guin. what can you say uh absolutely such a name <laughs> such a name in the genre it is a name uh oh, yeah. such so what a writer. I mean, like, you, <laughs> I, I well. look at her and I say, now that is a writer right there. Uh, wizards. I mean, and uh, look, we've got Earthsea in there. I've heard that name even outside of an Ursula K. Le Guin context mm. so many times. Mm. Uh, it is, it's just, 
Wow. What can what else can you say? <laughs> Truly, K? I don't think there's what anything to say about Ursula K. I think that's that's the more main like thing. Ursula K. Lewin. <laughs> ah, there it is. There it is. There, right. There's an extra point there. there. There's I did an extra appreciate the pun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I give that a three. I think yeah, that was solid. solid I think yeah. that was solid. I give yeah. that a three. Yeah. Kind of political. Okay. Obviously, right. eating a little bit, but I still yeah. appreciate yeah. the pun. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. But we appreciate the effort. Yeah, and the and the little pun at the end there definitely got me the got me the the bonus point. I think. Thank you. Thank you. I respect that. Next up, we have a question from uh, Kayla Bella. Oh, of course. Kayla Kayla Bella. Bella. Uh, Thank you, Kayla Bella. Yay. Uh, Hello, halflings. Hi. Or I guess I should more accurate, more accurately, I should say, hello, halflings. What are some of the key themes you like to hit when building a character? Mm. Personally, I need to be hot and powerful. <laughs> that, that's a good mix. That's a good mix. Mm. We'll start. We'll start with you, Jasper. The key thing I think it normally start like there's normally an idea which I love the idea of, uh, mm-hmm. which like something where I'm like I want uh, to be. Uh, I think like so I think like with like Tovo for instance, it was like I wanted to be a gunslinger. Um, but I wanted to be like I wanted to be like an inventor or like a kind of a I wanted to blend those two elements together and I kind of went from there but I'm trying to think if there's anything explicitly that I would say is uh, that I always go for there's normally got to be some excuse for chaos in there because I know I can't play without some element of chaos so I have to build in to the character an excuse for why I'm going to do some dumb shit at some point because I will do some dumb shit at some point nice. <laughs> so I'd say that's probably the key theme for me is a little bit of chaos sprinkled in there because it's necessary otherwise my DM's going to call me out for being like that's just not your character why are you running like into the fire or whatever Who are you? <laughs> why are you shooting at the angel of of death. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The depths for which mm-hmm. you know the depths. You know the depths for which I get called out, right? Like Unazi, you don't even like the other day on the Discord. Someone, I, I'm going to find this really, really quickly because someone oh, literally just went, ripped into Mooty in on Mooty in oh, a way that wow. like, it reached it reached through Mooty and like slapped me in the face. I was like, no, oh god, was it lady? Was oh it lady? God, was it lady Salvia? Salvia sorry, yeah, oh. it was. <laughs> Lady Salvia. Lady said, Salvia absolutely said, laying the smackdown on Jasper. I'm so excited. Oh. I, I, I think Mooty's behavior was bratty, foolish, and immature. He totally asked for it. I say this as an omnivore who enjoys eating fish in particular. I approve of eating fish, but not dynamiting them. <laughs> bratty foolish and immature and he totally asked for losing all of his teeth and both of his arms i have to give lady salvia another point okay another point Uh, lady salvia i'm making a point but honestly because of the severity of that burn i'm gonna give jasper four points uh for that (laughs) as salve you already gave a solid answer salve and bomb (laughs) yes Liv, yes. same question. Uh, okay. What are the key themes you like to hit when building a character? Okay, so I have to... Take us on the journey with you, Liv. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Take us to find, um, to find them. Look, why are you making a fictional character and not making them, like, super ethereally attractive is, like, you know, my mm. thing. It's like, I can mm. make them attractive, but uh, but I don't. What is that about, you know? Um, mm. It's but, a decision um, to not make them hot, right? Yeah, right? It's like, I keep mm. teetering on the edge of it, and I'm like, I'm going to make... 
little gobbo <laughs> but i mean i'm sure like <laughs> just a little gobbo <laughs> little gobbo <laughs> i'm sure that does it for Aww. some people but not <laughs> no, I'm going to write down that we need to introduce a character named Gabo and he's going to be season. ugly he has to be ugly or he's going to be like a hot little goblin who like comes out of like the goblin hole with like like a yeah. full like quiff hair and it's just like swishing in the wind you know uh, and his Gobble. teeth are like janky but in a nice way yeah it's <laughs> like a very particular yeah yeah a little snaggle teeth yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, <laughs> um, I would say there's also, I need a little hint of comedy, no matter what, just kind of like, oh, you know, they're a a bratty, not as bratty as Mooty, obviously, but like a bratty, you know, like, you know, bard or like a... <laughs> Still hurts. <laughs> Casual backstabbing. <laughs> I'm just dogpiling I'm on. on the floor, and Liv's just like, "Oh, I'll just step over you, <laughs> little, little in the ribs." <laughs> Apologies. Like um, a bratty little bar. Jasper gains another point. Yes. <laughs> keep going, Liv. Keep going. I'll give it Jasper. Me, Adams, like, me. <laughs> Taking it like a champ. Uh, Liv, please continue. <laughs> I've got to make a bratty little bard or like um, an eccentric uh, bunny inventor, or like a, or or like a. A girl who doesn't know that she's secretly an, an angel or whatever just just for that that potential of comedy but also the big thing for me is making sure that there is potential for an arc a character arc they start in mm. one place they get to another you're gonna fall in love with them as they do it's that for me is mwah, excellent mm. stuff i'm going three because of the shot at jasper absolutely yeah, solid absolutely answer fair. giving it a three absolutely fair yeah <laughs> unati same question yeah i reckon i'm pretty Knives simple and yeah cats <laughs> so hench yeah mm. yes yeah. um uh-huh. it's either really hench or really mm. stealthy and then i'm not hench then i'm really lithe or a cat mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if i'm hench then i'm like a fighter and knives. Mm. I, I'll never forget Anati. One of my favorite, genuinely one of my favorite memories uh, was one of the, the, I think it's like episode 16 or 17 or thing, I think of The Cup and the Caterpillar. And uh, you, like, we were definitely like a little hype, I think, in that episode because we were playing around in like the basically the Wagadu Feywild. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I remember we then got to the end of the episode and we were confronted with this like god, uh, like spirit who we had to talk to. And it was so important that we got this information and we didn't even know if the spirit liked us or was gonna like kill us or whatever. And Mooty like walked up <laughs> and was like, Ah, oh, humble spirit, please, like, may we like be, uh, maybe be given some information and Anati's like I like Ongenagama's always been like a strong cat now they're like a live cat and like you were just describing Ongenagama being like a slinky spectral cat whilst <laughs> it's a little kitty cat literally like a little and being a little kitty cat like playing with a furball whilst Jeremy was describing this genuinely dangerous potentially dangerous thing he literally described how like the whole air changed and the environment seemed to change and like we were taken on the spirit journey through like something potentially dangerous and horrific what we're about to see and then just little live cat just being an actual cat <laughs> that was the was the what we did. It was so I funny. I'm gonna give that a. I'm gonna solve the, solid two points. Simple, straight to yeah. the point. Uh, solid two. Jeremy. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. You. Oh yes. You? Same question for me. <laughs> yes, please. Um, I usually, when building a character, try to look for something that will be 
unexpected. Uh, so, or there's a couple of different ways. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, for example, given a circumstance where it's like you are playing this this particular class mm-hmm. or you're going to be in this specific category, I look for, okay, what can I do that will be something unexpected and subversive? Yeah. So I will go in people think, having one set of expectations and then they meet the character and they're like, oh, dang. Um, or I will be sometimes inspired by a piece of popular culture. Mm. So like Vandal and the Bronze was inspired by Don Quixote, for example. Um, uh, Dr. Lamond Bonnie Doc, shout out to Drew uh, over at First Watch, hey. was inspired by kind of Dr. Frankenstein uh. Uh, a little bit, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, or uh, I will have a class that I really want to play, class or subclass, that I really want to play, and I'll just say, what is an interesting way I can think of to approach this? So I want to play a sorcerer, uh, a barrent mind sorcerer. What's something that I've never seen for an aberrant mind sorcerer? Let's have it be a minotaur. Mm. Uh, Shout out to uh, my boys over on Gimme the Loot Podcast. It's it's like, it's just trying to come up with different, interesting ways that will surprise me, uh, that I'm like, oh, I've never seen this. I've never seen a Minotaur Sorcerer. This sounds exciting. Or I've never seen a bard who was just incredibly depressed uh, and named himself moder- uh, moder- moderately memorable Melvin. Uh, he was just a sad <laughs> mu- magician whose wife had left him. Moderately memorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of, that's my jam. That's my jam. Very nice. Uh, what we mm-hmm. score on this? What we score on this? I think a four. Um, yeah, four. I would say okay. so. A bit generous, Very relatable. I think. Personally, but I, I okay. mean, look, okay, okay, S3, personally, okay. I don't understand how this became a competition. Like, I don't either. I'm trying to understand. I don't either. I, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm writing down scores <laughs> kind of why we're doing, doing this. Uh, but we are. I agree with Jasper that the four is probably too generous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally <laughs> a number. Okay. A okay, number okay. at this point between We're giving Jeremy five. a three. <laughs> Jeremy agrees. All right, I'm throwing three on the three. list. I'm throwing three on here. Um, okay. Also, by the way, Jeremy, this is gonna. We I made a character. We did character creation live stream over on the Patreon, literally right before we did this, and we mm-hmm. made uh, the cutest little boy ever. Uh, he is called Grok. Uh, let me just get this right. Mm-hmm. He is called uh, his. Fu- I gave you a fu- his full name, uh, so I don't get it wrong. His he is called Grok Cobblestamper. Okay, oh. uh, and his nickname or his pseudonym is Haiku. Uh, and he is a oh. uh, is an he is a total artificer bard multiclass. Yes. He's a very studious little boy who basically gave up his shells for his to his younger brother when he was younger. And then as an artificer, he built himself a steel drum, like a fully playable steel oh. drum shell, uh, which he then plays sometimes uh, because it makes him feel happy and people just kind of happen oh. to uh, uh, like also enjoy it. But he doesn't really get why because he's very, very introverted and socially awkward. Um, oh. So that's uh, a great character. I, so really, I genuinely am going to wheel this out for something. Like the, the next thing I get asked to do, Grok is coming out. Grok Cobblestamper <laughs> is, is coming out. No, and he is really, yeah. really cool. Uh, and I'm very excited to play. A steel drum shell? I think that was a shout out to, uh, to Ben, who was in the chat, uh, who came up with a steel drum uh, for a shell. That was an OG move. So Real good. very cool. 
That's sick because he can play himself. Yeah, he literally he literally can play himself. You don't play yourself, Gronk. Play yourself. Yeah, you play yourself. And we all love to hear. And also, this is the ridiculous part, right? I rolled on D and D Beyond live. You can go and watch the live stream back, right? I rolled four fifteens in a row for my step for the stats. If you ever need proof that I roll obscenely well for my stats, Mm -hmm. go and check out this live stream. (laughs) I rolled four fifteens in a row, then an eleven, and then a twelve. It was ridiculous. It's pretty dang good. Next question, Jeremy, please. This HeadGum podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The next question is that kind of a piggyback on the one that we just had. Um, this is sort of an addendum. This is from Mrs. Mankey, uh, a stalwart member up, Mrs. of Mankey? the Discord. Uh, Mrs. Mankey, thank you for your question. First of all, a, a question for the halflings. Welcome, Olivia. Welcome oh. back, Unati. Woo. Have you Hi. ever based a character or a campaign on a song or a movie or any other media? I'll go first. So, uh, I don't think I've ever based a campaign on a specific single movie, but I've certainly based campaigns on genres. Mm. Outlaws and Obelisks was absolutely inspired by post-apocalyptic movies. It was inspired by Western movies. It was inspired by... uh, I haven't seen very many... I I tried to find African Westerns, but there aren't that many... Not even from North Africa. There's a really good uh, South African Western. Um, Unati, you mentioned it to me, and I found it in my research it. I think it's Five Fingers for Marseille. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's a that's a really cool movie. 
Um, but it's not, it's the opposite of Northern yeah. Africa. But, uh, yeah, I've uh, also for Mavros, which is a setting that may or may not have actually been officially released, but has been mentioned mm. numerous times, uh, is definitely inspired by like gothic oh. literature and science fiction literature and noir movies and literature and gothic horror movies and et cetera, et cetera. I've already mentioned Vandal in the Bronze and, uh, and Dr. Lamont Bonnie Doc. Uh, so the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Mm. And I often will have theme songs. I'll either have people mm. in my campaigns pick theme oh. songs for their characters, or I myself will pick a theme song for my character. Or I'll also pay, pick theme songs for specific settings or events at certain times if I'm trying to create a certain mood. Mm. Very nice. Very good. Mm. Two? Three? 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 Okay. okay. Yeah, three. Three. We're going three. three. All right, Liv, hit us up. Okay, so this one is not, um, this one is uh, one shot. Uh, in particular, um, so I, I this was a joint effort. Uh, I came up with the idea, and then my partner Chloe uh, did the thing. Um, so the, it, the setting is this: you are um, you are a group of adventurers, and you are you find that there is a um, a casting call of sorts um, for uh, some uh, a group of adventurers to go out and uh, defeat the menace that's um, plaguing the. Um, outskirts of the area uh so yes this uh, little emperor guy is just like hey go and go and do this thing um you travel you you go to different areas of the world you um defeat certain things blah blah you get to the end and you end up in a swamp um and uh you discover that there's a giant ogre in the swamp and it's been Shrek the whole time. It's been Shrek the whole time. Oh. Um, so it's been Shrek the whole it's been, time. It's been Shrek the whole time. You're in Bruce Shrek. Willis was Shrek the entire time. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, and then you but you also uh, they bumped into like a bunch of like fairy tale creatures and stuff like that. All like yeah, it kept it extremely vague, and it was a very funny reveal, and I'm extremely proud of it. But seriously. Um, <laughs> Like Jeremy was saying, uh, I I always have like the accompaniment of music, like whether it's just kind of like I I love listening to just kind of, kind of like ambience, like um mm. like very fantastical <gasps> kitty. Oh man! It's the soon to be spayed cat. How did she end up with the name garlic bread specifically? Because she's black and white colored. She doesn't look like garlic bread. Well, we wanted to get we wanted to get two kitties and name one garlic bread and the other one avocado toast. Oh. Delicious. I love it. Do you know what? It kind of actually reminds me of like tabaxi names. You know how they're like, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, stepping into the wild or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like you find a group of tabaxis all in a village who are just like, I'm oh, garlic yeah. bread. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, lemonade over there and uh, <laughs> marmalade and just- toast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, marmalade. Marmite and marmalade. <laughs> that is the whitest cat name I've ever. Heard. Uh, PB and J. PB and J is just chilling over there. Uh, <laughs> oh, some people don't like marmite, but you know, I think he's pretty. Cool. I think it's great. Uh, yeah. uh, nope, you have a really douchebag yeah. cat, and so you name him marmite. Yeah. Marmite. <laughs> yeah, like look. Uh, yeah, it's an. Uh, my cat's an acquired yeah. taste. Yeah, Liv, I'm giving you an additional point because of the cat. Uh, so I'm giving yeah. you three points. Yes. well played, Unati. Uh-huh. Well played, Unati. Ooh, uh, I ever? Same question. Um, yes. um, you know what? No, I don't think so. Unless like, unless you want to count like like knife slinging sleuthy person as like a thing. 
I think that's a I thing. Guess, it's like it's a trope. Say, yeah, like it's it's, yeah. it's a trope. But I don't know if it's like Is inspired it? by like. I don't a... think it's inspired by any movies or anything. No, mm. it's just like I just like knives. Yeah. I just like them. Mm. Just yeah, really that's fine. Like throwing them, like sharpening them, inspired like, by knives. Yeah. Like <laughs> so, the answer would be not really, not in terms of like no, popular culture stuff. No, not yeah. in terms of popular mm-hmm. culture stuff. No, I'm more like interested in history, but not popular culture. Okay. Uh, and Jasper. Uh, I would say yes, I do. My first ever character. Shout out to Lamora Canthus, uh, played in Jeremy's uh, game that he ran for us uh, when I first ever played D anD D. Was a pretty much a like a reskinned, just imagining if this character hey. a bit of a social chameleon, and he oh. kind of uh, you know uh, he, he blends in very well with any kind of crowd. That's the that's part of the thing. Uh, mm. And so yeah, it, I definitely do. Uh, I spent my entire like life growing up being like I want to be Legolas, I want to be this guy, I want to be you know uh, and. And uh, now I just want to be Anthony Mackie as Captain America with the with the wings and the shield and the and the flying through the windows and looking like a badass. Well, so very nice. Um, yeah, very nice. I, I do it all the time. I, I probably yeah. I'd say I probably do it. I, like I'll get an idea for a character in my head and then I'll start like looking at references in movies and stuff for like potential like design ideas and things like that. So yes. Yes and yes. Very nice. All right, I'm awarding you three points. Unati, I Thank awarded you. you two points. Thank you. Uh, so the next question, uh, for Bread Secutioner, a very active member of the Discord. Thank you, Bread Secutioner. Bread Secutioner asks, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses Ah, or one horse-sized duck? Good question. How would the Mm. answer change depending on swarm mechanics and action economy? And how would it change if you would fight them in real life? Ah. So I guess the uh, the one of them is you fight them in D and D, but it's you in D and D fighting them mm-hmm. versus in real life fighting them. Okay, uh, can I jump in because I have I have some initial thoughts. Jasper, yes. absolutely take the initiative. Okay, so uh, I, I rolled well on initiative, and what I'm going to say is I think you, yeah nailed it here because swarm mechanics is going to make a big difference. If there's not swarm mechanics, then I'm a hundred percent fighting the 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 duck uh, the yeah. horse sized duck because if there's not mm-hmm. if there's if there's individual attacks coming at me here. I'ma die quickly. <laughs> Even if they only all hit for like one. <laughs> Unless I have over a hundred HP, uh, then I'm dead. Um so swarm mechanics would definitely have to play like a big part, I think, uh, in this. Because uh, part of me also is like, ah, oh, but like small horses, their hooves, I don't know if it'd be that bad. So I'm gonna say swarm mechanics play a big thing. Jeremy, as the quiz master, I'll let you judge. Are we using swarm mechanics here? I mean, over 100 would be a lot for a DM to track. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I will allow us. Uh, I think you have to use swarm yeah. mechanics for okay, this. You're in not which case, roll initiative for 100 individual duck sized horses. In which case, I'm 100% gonna go with 100 individual duck sized horses. In real life, that's horrifying, I'll be honest. That's a horrifying <laughs> prospect. Um, I'm absolutely running. But I think I'm going to run from the horse-sized duck. Mob, I don't know, though, because they can fly. Oh, that like, is true. I'm not outrunning it. I think the only thing is I'm thinking I can f- fit into a crevice or a gap that they can't. Therefore, mm. I can use the movie trope of diving into a thing and then this huge beak will come in after me. Bugs life. Absolutely horrifying. I already know that Jade, who's having to listen to this episode and edit it, is having like palpitations thinking about the size of this duck because she is deathly afraid of birds. Oh. So I apologize oh. to my glorious fiance who, has, who is imagining this right now. Um, so yeah, I think that birds are dinosaurs. Birds, fear, exactly. Fear, in, fear of birds as well. It's, justif- yeah. it's justified. It's 100% justified. So I'm going to, yes. This is why we make chicken wings. Ah! 
have I have chicken wings right now waiting for me. Uh, I haven't same. eaten all day, and I can't tell you. <gasps> I do too. How... Okay, we gotta keep going. We gotta keep moving. So Jasper, yeah, yeah, these yeah, chicken yeah, wings. Yeah, yeah. Jasper, Go on, let's get these questions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna award you for your uh, for your openness about your and Jade's fears, mm. uh, especially Jade's fears, mm. as well as some sound strategy. I'm gonna award you three points. Um, mm. Now, Umnati. Same question. I'm gonna go for fighting the duck side. No, the horse sized duck. Okay, mm. is that in real life in real or life? in D and D or both? I first, I'm gonna start with in real life because if you have a really sharp knife. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. The th- yeah, that's right. It's one. Oh. It's one thing, right? right? Yeah. You just gotta mm. get. This is a very like, unbranded. Ducks answer. like can't articulate Extreme. their legs that well. Like they just go like this. Mm-hmm. So mm. like you're like you either got two options. You got two options: run and do the the beaky hole thing that just in the gap. Visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find a gap. Or like mm. run straight and get underneath that duck, hold on to some feathers, and gut it, and then make some Peking duck. Delicious. See, Unazi's thinking about the business opportunity here. Like, how many mouths mm-hmm. <laughs> they can feed. I'm just like a whole-sized duck. That's going to be delicious. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to try and eat it. <laughs> I'm going to try and eat it. Mm. Get chomping. It's a lot of meals. Uh, I love it. That's a lot yeah, of meals. That's a lot of meals. Um, and then I think, yeah, D&D-wise, I'm going to take the tiny little ducks, please and thank you. Mm. Because I will usually have, like, a All big right. battle axe. Do I get to be on Genagama while I'm facing the tiny little ducks so I can just, like, smash them? No, I... you are you are Unati. It's just, it's just D&D version of Unati, which would still be pretty hench yeah. and... Uh, probably with, similar probably to on Genagama. Probably pretty many similar to Genagama, to be honest. Like, let's be real. On Genagama is Unati, yeah. so, yeah, you basically are. <laughs> Love that. How many points, Jeremy? Uh, I'm awarding that two points and moving on to live. Okay. See, the thing is, um, I do like a challenge. But your life is on the line. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know, Jasper. Um, (laughs) Um, That's why it makes it better. I wake up every morning hoping for a duck fight. (laughs) (laughs) She just goes out to the local pond like, come on in. Come on in. (laughs) Let's bloody have it. Um, <laughs> so I think that it would be, you know what? Real life. No. Yeah. Okay. Starting with, no, starting with in D&D. In D&D, I want to take on that big old duck because okay. you're going to okay. like, it's going to be a big boss battle. It's, I, I want to get that final hit. I want, you know, like that's, uh, I'm going to pull out all the stops and you know, it's going to be a showdown. Mm-hmm. I love a good showdown. Um, with the horses, the tiny little horses, it feels like, you know, they're just a few little minions that have been designed to, like, you know, come out and, and soften me up mm. before the big fight, mm. which I don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in real life, <laughs> in real life. Imagine the hundred horses come out and you finally finish them off and then this huge duck just yeah. comes out of nowhere and you're like, oh, come on. My God. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Elden Ring? Sorry, I had to get in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, wow. It's everywhere. Um, put it in the uh, tags, SEO. Um, <laughs> um, but also, did you know that horses' legs... Um, they're basically the same as our, our our fingers. Like that's that's what that's how they're like made. They're like right, little, yeah. little thingies. Okay, so, so that's like the like the the, the they're walking the on their little move, tippy toes. All the yeah, time. Right, exactly. Okay. So I think that I I think I could wade through them. I don't think they would have much power, much horsepower. Haha. 
I think I could. I think I could. No. I, I could bolt out of there. I think so. Yeah, I'll take him on um, in real life. Uh, for the additional facts about horses, equine facts legs, are I'm always give you three. Yeah, extra, yeah equine extra, facts. Extra, 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 I gotta give you an extra point so for that. That's that's three. Okay, I'm going for live. Uh, for my answer, uh, I think Jasper did a great job of analyzing uh, the mechanics mm. that would go into fighting the two, and I think ultimately swarm mechanics wise. If you're using cleave and you're not having to attack every single one individually, you gotta go a hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like I think with swarm mechanics, you would attack a section of the swarm anyway, mm-hmm. so you just kill off a section of them. I think it's gotta be swarm mechanics uh, yeah. for D&D. In real life, I'm 100% going one uh, horse-sized duck, because in my version of real Ooh. life, I would apply the square-cubed law. Ducks have hollow bones. A duck of that size would not be able to support its own weight. Probably wouldn't even be able to lift its own head. Uh, there's a very good chance mm. it wouldn't be able to breathe. So a duck of that size, uh, and if we're saying size in terms of proportion, I don't know if we're saying size in terms of dimensions or weight, but regardless, that duck ain't going anywhere. How many hands? I'm fighting. That duck will die on its own, and I will watch. Uh, oh and that's how I win the fight. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> Wow! For the sudden, the added sudden and horror. I will watch. <laughs> the added and I will watch. Wowzers! Wowzers! What's even better is your internet was slightly cutting out then, and what we got basically got was like, like some explanation. Then it skipped a bit, and then just basically when that duck's gonna die on its own, and I'm gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! That's loud. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Um, For the uh, sheer points, terror please, of it all, four, I think four. Just so four. terrifying. That was yeah. really it's a strong and it's a strong and, and terrifying uh, yes. uh, I am afraid to think about. Okay. So the next question is Ah, another uh oh wait, let's see. Oh, okay. Okay, we're 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 having more uh, p- piggyback in here. This is from Lobin of Roxley, another very uh active member of the Discord. Ooh. Thank you, Lobin of Roxley. Thank you. Hello! Halflings is the beginning. Similar to the uh, above give you question one from Mrs. Mankey. Carry on. Thank you. Uh, for the similar to the above question from Mrs. Mankey, think of all the many sci- fantasy or sci-fi worlds slash universes in pop culture, namely cinema and television. What world would you most want to play in, and what kind of campaign would you run there? Uh, I think I'm going to start this one with mm-hmm. Naughty. No. Mm. <laughs> okay, that is a that is a no. Then I will Straight start. Oh, Nazi, I missed you. I, have... I will. No. I will simply award Unati a point. Yeah, Unati gets a point, a bonus point. No, you get a point for refusal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You still get to add points for your answer, <laughs> just for the sheer resolute refusal. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so good. Shit. Uh, I would say there's two worlds. One of them is more book based, but it has been adapted for television. And the other is purely, well, the other I would primarily want to, well, it is exists in video games as well. Okay. What I'm talking about is I really love the world of Redwall, and I think that would be very interesting. 
to run a campaign in. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the world of Redwall is already pretty similar to D&D oh. anyway, so you probably could just do a Redwall D&D oh. campaign. I think it's very cool, especially if we were to expand it. Because in other parts of the world, there are different kinds of animals and stuff. So I think it could be very interesting to explore. Uh, Redwall's cool. Uh, and I also really like the Pokemon world. Mm. Uh, Pokemon, as depicted in the movies and anime, is a really, really cool spot. The, the moves are more diverse than they are in the games. Yes. And the strategies are more creative mm-hmm. and I think it's just kind of like season one of way more legendary right it's uh. like season one of Yu-Gi-Oh where it's like the rules are definitely not there yet and it's like people be doing all kinds yes. of wild and bonkers things you're like what you can't yeah. do that you, do, you what that's not how it works but it's fun right mm. it's super fun so yeah mm. so that would be those would be the two worlds that I would most want to play in what kind of campaign would I run there I think with Redwall we'd run a pretty straightforward high fantasy D&D campaign although I, I, we would here's my issue with the Redwall world this is the this is the reason why Pokemon might win out Redwall has this weird fantasy racism thing where animals of certain species are just kind of automatically bad and there's even a book about it like it wasn't that way at first but then it kind of became codified that way and then there was even a book where like a ferret because ferrets are all evil gets adopted by the the people at redwall uh basically the way they do it unati is the more predatory animals (laughs) are evil or the more predatory or vermin like animals are evil and then your mice your squirrels your moles your otters your hares and your badgers are all good but then your stoats your weasels your ferrets your rats your foxes your snakes all I mean, stoats are motor hobos. I, hobo compli- I completely disagree. And, and honey badgers would have to fit in the evil category, yeah. I think, as well. Like, uh, like <laughs> we can keep the snake being like evil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but stoats I would throw will, that like, out. hunt their like prey by doing like a like a weird like hypnotizing like like murder dance in front of them, and then they'll kill them and they'll mm-hmm. hold their bones inside their um like hutches. So like they're like little like where they live and their little um uh, burrows underground is just full of of the dead corpse of bones that wow. they've. Wow. I'm going to award Unati another point for an animal oh, fact. Terrifying. Love the wow. animal facts. That's yeah. strong. I, I did a uh, stunt yeah, for I, animal studies. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, uh, that, oh amazing. Nice. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we'll add, we can add, we can, uh, stoats, uh, honey badgers, and snakes can stay in the evil category. But the rest of them, I want justice. Stoats <laughs> are Yeah, cute. for Pokemon, I think I would. I don't. I think I would probably run a TTRPG. Other, I, well, I might try to run something other than D and D. Yeah. If only because it's weird to try and model the Pokemon you'd mechanics. You'd kind of have to like have a. You'd have to like have a party, right? Like a D and D party of Pokemon, which yeah. would be like the Pokemon Ooh, are that's your. A lot. Yeah, like, that's um, a lot to track. Which is yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> I do um, have some information on that. Is that there is an RPG that's called Animon Story that is. Uh, basically a Pokemon adjacent like pocket monster adjacent RPG. So that's already a thing. Okay. Okay. Wow. I can live my best Charizard life. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Solving my dilemma. There you go. (laughs) Um I think it was a solid answer. I give it a two. That was a solid answer. It was yeah, good. It's good yeah. Two solid, two solid right. uh, uh, answers, two solid points. Uh, uh, let's see. Liv, do you want to go next? Sure. I would love to. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, building on what you said about Red Redwall, was it? Um, yes. So I was thinking Beastars would be pretty interesting because I do love the whole, Ooh. like, Beastars is basically like, um, it is an anime. It is um, Zootopia, but gritty. Um, and for an older audience, Whoa, um, okay, yeah, I'm listening. Right, it's That's very fun. good. It's on Netflix. 
um and yeah so basically like you have the carnivores and you have the herbivore herbivores and there's a whole kind of like a weird like dichotomy and balance between them where it's like everyone knows that the carnivores want to eat the herbivores but it's like taboo to even talk about it and everyone and all the herbivores after all carnivores have to like eat a vegetarian diet but there's a black market that they can go to to get like the meat and stuff like that and there's like a whole thing it's very cool i think it could make a really good campaign setting um but also there is what have you seen also on netflix's cartoon it's called inside job oh um, yeah oh i love no. inside job yeah. it's so yeah. good it's really it's so good, good. Yeah. like oh so, my, yes right yes. so about you to would, say yes you would just <laughs> so inside job basically it's like all of the conspiracy theories that you've ever heard of are real like they fake the moon landing the president's a robot this that and the other so like mm-hmm. being Whoa. in that setting where there are all kinds of like mythical like weird things happening just under like the surveillance of everyone in the world that could be very fun um, I love the idea of playing as because they basically pl- like the the main characters are like the the like management team behind yeah. the Illuminati, uh, yes. and they're like like all a bunch of like kind of heavily incompetent in their own ways kind of uh, group who are basically trying Deeply to like flawed. they're like oh man I forgot to do chemtrails this morning and stuff like this <laughs> like it's really really funny yeah uh, I would definitely recommend it and I absolutely agree some sort of mechanic where you have to keep up these like conspiracy theories or like introduce new ones and see what the replication is I kind of yeah. almost imagine a bit of a paradox perfect like system yeah where like you yeah. can kind of change like social uh like the social political standing of the world by accident and like oh we're, we're going too far to the left we need to pull them back or yeah. we're going too far to the right or like, oh. we need to like i feel that'd be really fun we have to send out the president so that he gives an address that is like going to fix this kind of thing yes yeah, so, and you have to come up yeah. with ways yeah, to fix it absolutely it'll be fun uh, I'm going to give you three points for converting Jasper, and I'm going to give Jasper a point for backing you Thank up. Thank you so much. Uh, so that was a solid answer. Uh, Unati, mm. are, has yes, the time, time come? come. Um, Unati fifth, accepts now. Yes, I accept. Thank you. Um, the fifth element. I think that'd be really fun. Uh, I think that'd be really, really fun. Um, I'd want to play like... I am as like a cab driver, um, like a space cab driver. That'd be fun. Um, And I just think the world is really pretty. And I think that there's more stuff knocking about in there. Yeah, it's a very weird place to be, that that, that yeah. movie. Uh, but a very interesting world. Have you ever read The Inkal? Uh, it also might be pronounced Inkal. Uh, it's by, I think it's written by Alejandro Jodorowsky. Okay. But uh, he directed a lot of, like, surrealist mm-hmm. films, most famously El Topo. Mm-hmm. I think this is his most famous one. Uh, but it's a weird sci-fi, crazy series uh, about a guy named John DeFool. And it is it was a big influence, I think, on the fifth element. So yeah, go check that out. It's a really it's a very interesting and groundbreaking and creative series. Uh, I really like the Incall. Um and finally Jazz Oh, I'm giving you I'm awarding you uh three points for reminding me of the Incall. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> there we go. I'll take it. That's a total of five points this round, and Nati did well. Oh, <laughs> mm. Um uh, and Jasper. I'm going to have to say Rifts Africa, probably, uh, uh, is the top choice. 
Yeah. I'm obviously joking, Unati. Please, please, put down the knives. Put down the knives, Unati. I was like, I beg your pardon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We just hear a scream, like, Unati yeah. shorts out no, the recording. No, 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 it was, a, it, was a, it, was the, it was a screeching halt to this episode, is what that was. <laughs> oh, I have to give you a point. Uh, thank you. Um... No, no, obviously not. That would be the last thing. I genuinely, this is like a a, 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 a bit of a wild one, but um, I a Lovecraft Country, uh, I think, would be yeah. like as like because um, I, I obviously you know I want to try Call of Cthulhu, but I feel like mm-hmm. having that slightly modernized setting for a kind of a Cthulhu esque adventure, mm-hmm. I think, could be would like just really tickle uh, my fancy. I think, um, and then otherwise. I have to say this one. Uh, it has to be DBZ. I, I would love to. Uh, oh. I, I want to, and I would love to uh, just scream Kamehameha at, uh, at a table uh, somewhere or blow out my mic by going Kamehameha! And then just, you know what I mean? Just completely unnecessarily. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, I would, of course, spend four, at least four of the sessions uh, just standing up with my hands in the air saying, lend me your energy. Uh, and I would do nothing <laughs> right. else for the session other than just occasionally going, lend me your energy. And that would be it for, right. the, whole, for the whole. A lot of screaming. A lot of cool. screaming. A lot of episodes of just ah! screaming. <laughs> and then it would like, you'd have to cut my audio out for a bit. And then let's check back in with uh, Jasper's character. Ah! <laughs> and my hair's just getting longer and longer. That's ba- that's all that's happening. <laughs> Jasper, why are you blonde? Uh, I'm going to go you know two why? points for Thank that you. one. Uh, by Chen, another one of our uh, most prolific commenters. Yes. What are some of your favorite races, mechanically or aesthetic-wise? I don't think I can overstate my undying love for grungs and fog folk. And then a little frog emoji. Yep. And six people have put frog emojis as a reaction. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to clip. Uh, I will be going back and clipping how Jeremy said frog folk. I said frog folk. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> I'll reward you a point, Jeremy, for the for your pronunciation of the words. Okay. Uh, 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 this is uh, races mechanically and uh, or aesthetically. Uh, mechanically, I love the Reborn. Uh, it's what I played for Tovo and I loved it. Um and aesthetically, probably the Leonin. I just think they look so baller and like what a fucking scary thing to come charging at you out of the woods. Do you know, what I mean? like it's a it's a freaking mm-hmm. it's a lot. Li- it's like a seven foot lion with a mane and a and big broad human like shoulders. This thing is going to kill me so quickly. I just think they look pretty cool. So that would mm-hmm. be my two. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give that a solid two points. Ooh. I think that was a solid answer. Um, Unati. Um, mechanically, I'm going to go with Tabaxi because they're built to rogue. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, and they're also cats, right? Yeah, and they're cats. Also yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very, very Just high factor there, but they're like literally built to rogue. <laughs> uh, I love how you tried to explain that with mechanics. You were like, yeah, yeah, mechanically, yeah. I pick the cat people. <laughs> yeah, of course. The cat people. Um, mm, because, mm. you know, climbing stuff. Because cats. Because um, climbing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly in the gym. Yeah. Um, and then aesthetically, I'm going to go with Kalashtar and sign something like interesting, Ooh. like mm. weird, ethereal, dreamy space. Yeah. Kind mm, of like. A little bit of an interesting answer to, like, only elves being the pretty ones all the time. I don't know. Love that. Uh, you surprised me. Mm. So I'm going to give you a, a three. Yeah. I'm going to give you okay. a three. I thought you were going to hit me with a tiefling. And I like tieflings. I'm a fan of tieflings. Mm-hmm. But the Kalashtar. Oh, tieflings. Yeah. 
Somewhat overlooked. That through me. I liked it. Uh, and live. Yes. Um, so mechanically, I love Mia Harringon. I'm playing one right now. Um, they ah. have, yeah, they have a hair trigger uh, ability, which allows them to just get the proficiency bonus on top of their initiative, which is really cool. Um, and they have like wow. rabbit hop as well, which yeah. is like, they can just, they can just bounce away for like and they can like yeah it's basically a get, a get out of jail, jail free card um and they can just like hop away take so no don't opportunity, opportunity attacks. attacks no opportunity attacks oh so you just yeah, okay. can bounce yeah, away yeah. and it can okay. do it like a certain number of times a day and it's um and it's very helpful boing indeed um <laughs> um <laughs> and um in terms of boing aesthetics <laughs> um in terms of aesthetics i love me a ganassi um particularly water ganassi because that's yeah. my my little ganassi um gal but like you got earth ganassi you got air fire like they're just they're just a tree. And I think they? they got uh, they got upgraded a little bit. They got changed. Ooh. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're, getting, they're about, they're to, about be changed to be changed in the upcoming That's book. In the upcoming book, yeah, they getting... all four Janasi are about to be essentially different races under the overall Janasi. Yes, yeah, but I think yeah. they get much like, more fun uh, abilities, which is nice because they're ooh. you know I think some of them are a little, uh, especially considering some of the other races that are out there and what oh, they yeah. what they can give yeah, you. Underserved. They're very underserved for yeah. effectively like the embodiments of like you know or at least like a mini embodiment of like uh, an element yeah, that's yeah. a lot <laughs> like air and earth they haven't yeah. got much um but yeah that's that's me sweet i think that's a, i think that's a solid two points solid okay. answer okay. um i will say uh i will say mechanically i think the gothic lineages mm. are really really that's cool so much fun yeah. all three of them uh, the reborn is awesome. <laughs> I think the dampier is really, really cool. Yeah. Just be like having spider climb. I think I've played uh, two of the three like... now. I think I'm, I'm literally missing one off the list. But the last two characters <laughs> I played for through BH stuff, <laughs> one of which is unreleased, uh, uh, yeah. is is uh, I've I've played yeah one of the, like I've played two of them now. So I've just got I've got to do the other one. I've got to do it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, and I also, I think the Hexblood is also yeah. really, really cool. Uh, shout out to Ryan. We have not mentioned Ryan in forever, yeah. but Ryan is currently playing a Hexblood because uh, Unati, I don't know if you were there so for he this, died? but. Okay, yeah, cool. He died, yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> technically, both of his characters have died twice. Oh my god! Uh, so he's got the third. This tracks, though, for Ryan, you honestly. Said like, I was like, oh, so he rolled up a new character, did he? Cool. <laughs> 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 This character actually has not died yet, is in hell, but hasn't technically died. <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> like, honestly, genuinely, what is the difference? Like, I will tell a tale from the table of what happened uh, uh, in a future episode, unless you want me to tell it in this one, in which case I will. But, uh... The- <laughs> He's in hell. Not just him, though. Everybody's in hell. One person did die. Oh, Um, Oh, my word. Okay. We uh, definitely need to get that tail. A lot of things at some point. That's amazing. Um, Aesthetically, I would say Dragonborn Mm -hmm. is definitely Mm -hmm. up there as one of my favorites. Uh, I, yeah, really love the Dragonborn. I really like uh, the Owlin. Yeah. I think that's a really cool idea. You know what? I feel like you'd be an Owlin, Jeremy. I think yeah. I feel Thank like you. you would be an owl. Uh, or I, I I have myself as a Vidalcan, but I could go either way. I think they're both cool. Um, and actually, I forgot. Mechanically, the other two that I really, really like are 
piggybacking off of Unati, although they had said it for the uh, for aesthetics. But mechanically, uh, Kalashtar with their advantage on I think wisdom saves mm. and the tele- the telepathy. Mm. Yes, telepathy are like that's that telepathy that's man. Clutch. That's a good ability yeah. Yeah. to just and have from the, zero uh, from like like the start is very good. Yeah. yeah, and then resistance to psychic damage, like not broken, but really yeah. cool. Because when it comes up, most people are usually like, "Oh no!" And the, the Kalashtar is like, <laughs> <laughs> like barely taking anything off. Uh, and then changelings, yeah, uh, changelings, the transformation ability, the ultra self, huge, yeah. wild. It's huge. It's huge. It can't be overstated. Truly a game. It really can't be overstated. Uh, game changer. Uh, game oh thank you uh, that has to be a bonus point for live that has to be a bonus point for live what did you say game change yeah it's good, it's, good. It's, it's good you know it's thank be. you so much it's gotta be i think live wins now i think live wins <laughs> i don't even know what the points say but i think whoever makes the last pun of the game wins that's the, yes, that's that's the, rules, the rules now of this game we mm. top all the points but it <laughs> doesn't matter because whoever makes the last pun wins <laughs> so um, uh, okay, we well, that's my answer. Not that it matters, but how many points do I get uh, for You it? get 10 points and still lose. <laughs> 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 that All was right, a great answer. so the point totals. The point <laughs> oh, totals gosh, at the end. The, oh, we such have a fickle in mistress, last place, this game. Jasper. Woo! Jasper with 20. Yes. I'm going to try and I think 20 is a strong I'm gonna showing. Of, I'm going to try and come last in each one of these we do. Excellent. That's my job now. Uh, tied with the same number of points... Oh. We have Unati with 21 and Liv Ooh. at 21. The synergy. Oh the synergy. Look yeah. yes. look at how you have yes. formed as one now. <laughs> we are back to three black halflings. Unati <laughs> and Liv have become <laughs> one. <laughs> they have transcended. They have Liv fusion heart. <gasps> and now they are Liv Nati. Uh, Liv Nati. I live for uh, Liv Nati. <laughs> and with the highest point total, even without the 10, mm. uh, was me. Yeah. I had 22 going into the final round. 32. With the 10 points, I go to 32. 32. So I'm in second place with the highest point total. Yep. Liv <laughs> is our champion. <laughs> because of the, because uh, with the final, final yeah. part of the game. Of the well game. done, Liv. Congratulations. So Can we all please give Liv, Thank you. really Liv Naughty, a round of applause. Liv Naughty, a real yes. round of applause for Liv Naughty. <laughs> so... We thought to round up our 100th episode, we would uh, do a little old school section, which we haven't revisited in a little while, and that is Wiz of the Rings. Cue the music! We're going to do a Wizard of the Rings today. Uh, we are going to do much like this episode where you could say that perhaps uh, four black halflings have assembled. We are going to assemble an all-black cast for Avengers Assemble. We're going to go for the original uh, Avengers, the first Avengers movie. Uh, so I think our core cast of characters we're going to focus on. Obviously, we can throw out uh, like a couple extra ones if we want to. But right now, the main ones to get as we wrap up this episode is... Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. So why don't we start probably with one of the most important ones, 
Iron Man. <laughs> Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Has anyone, anyone seen the Hawkeye TV series? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, no. Uh, okay. You know who would have been really interesting back in, like, the 80s or 90s okay. if we'd gotten him to pull back on it? Eddie Murphy. Interesting. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, okay. especially in his 80s heyday, okay. was every bit as cool, I would yeah, say, yeah, as yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Oh. is now. Okay. And had a was an absolute vortex of charisma. Mm. Uh, I think that I think that he would have been a very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Like you said, pull back a little bit, though. though yeah. I, did, yeah. I think just just to, just, just rein it back it. in a little bit. <laughs> kind of like Dream Girls. We want Dream Girls. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That'd be good. Very. Or nice. like Madolamite is my yeah. name. <laughs> Which is he's great in that movie. I will float out there, Idris Elba. Okay. Yeah. I actually yeah. I actually had Idris penciled for something else, but we can. Oh, yeah, okay. 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 I'm already okay. in the Marvel I universe. You know. I think Idris would make okay. I, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> Idris Elba will be suggested for each one of these characters. <laughs> yes. uh, that is just that is how it works. John Boyega will also be suggested. As will John Boyega. Uh, John Boyega yeah. is has also to be submitted for every, for every uh, single one. So <laughs> just in case anyone's wondering why they keep coming up, that's why. Okay, mm. four. Not Idris Elba, but who is the guy who voiced Mufasa? But when he was younger, James um, Earl Jones. Oh yeah, James, James Earl Jones. Jones yeah. make a young Jones. James Earl Jones yeah. would nail okay. gold, But you know that's just in my fence. Um, I'm gonna. I, I may get. I may pronounce this uh, name slightly wrong. Uh, but uh, Yaha, uh, Yaya uh, Abdul Mateen Ooh. from the Watchmen TV series. Oh, that guy yeah. is shredded. When mm-hmm. he plays Doctor Manhattan, oh yeah, well yeah, really good. Yes, yes, yes. I'm with you. Uh, I have, I have an alternate suggestion. Uh, Winston Duke. Yeah. Oh. I think yeah. if because if, he is a funny dude, mm. he's very charismatic. Oh. I think he's got a lot of range, and he's got the size. I think yeah. if you put him through that Disney. Uh, basically steroid yeah, yeah. workout. Yeah, um, I was going to say. Uh, the chicken. He could, get, the, no, he could no, no, absolutely hey, get Jeremy, the definition. Jeremy, the chicken and rice. Come on. Be respectful. <laughs> yeah, he, it's just they all get, the rock is gets chicken that big and broccoli. Because of Steam rice, chicken. Uh, chicken, and broccoli. That's all. And yep. no sauce. He doesn't have sauce. That's how he gets that big. <laughs> <laughs> you too can, <laughs> can achieve can this look if like you just four don't have ketchup. In four months, <laughs> if you just eat this diet while working out. Uh, never mind, you have to eat six whole chickens per day oh. in order to actually get the required yes. amount of protein. Yeah. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I would say Winston Duke. Uh, you... Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Winston Duke, he played M'Baku mm. in Black Panther, yeah. and mm. I think I think with, he's also uh, in Us, uh, yes. which is a great movie. Oh, I yes. think he would absolutely yeah. crush the role of Thor. I think he'd yeah. be great. Mm. Yeah. I have a good uh, opening suggestion for mm. Cap, if I may. Yeah. Oh, please, Jimon Honsu. Mm. I think he's got like that slight rippedness that Captain America. He's got that good build oh. for it. Uh, and I think I think Jimon Honsu could do a pretty uh, pretty tasty job. He's done a bunch of different things. I think he was actually in Captain Marvel, so he may already be in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe somewhere. But uh, hopefully that won't rule him out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, oh yeah, I no, Jimon Honsu was uh, he was in Guardians of yes, the Galaxy. He he's is. the who? Yeah, That's yeah. Him. When he's like oh. Star Lord, come on. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. But he's got the physique. He's got that kind of like stern. 
uh, kind of quality, but you know, you got he's got that feeling like ah, if I could just like when he smiles, you know, and it's like it's like oh, that's like a warming, life affirming <laughs> smile. He doesn't do me. it too often, but when he does, I'm like oh, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? So I think he's got that kind of like right blend of seriousness, but then you know, uh, a little bit of uh, yeah, it's just got a bit of everything, which is good. Mm-hmm. So that would, that's a, that's my opening. Yeah. Anthony Mackie, obviously, is a solid option. Anthony <laughs> but he is now, good. so I guess we I can't really. I like uh, if we could bring back '90s Denzel. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has like a he has a, especially if he's like if he's in good man mode. Because sometimes you know Denzel played uh, some pretty rough characters, but if he's like, nah, dude, I'm a good guy trying to do the right thing. Mm. Uh, I think he brings enough like charisma and natural depth to that that he would do an excellent job of navigating Cap's journey of being mm-hmm. like originally just a guy who wants to achieve something. He achieves the thing, but he suffers losses. He sacrifices himself to achieve it. Realizes his sacrifice were even greater than he thought then of course you have the winter soldier and iron man 3 and all the mm. i think that whole journey like i can absolutely picture a really old denzel washington being like uh i don't no i, I don't, don't think, think i will, will. yeah oh, oh. <laughs> like, i can absolutely picture oh him. yeah that's you know good I mean? man that's good or avengers assemble being like the the in the at the be at the big moment of uh Infinity War or uh, um, Endgame when he's like Avengers, <gasps> yeah, oh man, I feel like that. Would oh have been my good. god, Denzel catching the hammer. Oh, yo, very good, yo, very good. Okay, we, yeah, I think I'm, I'm happy to. I think Chris Evans would give the role. To yeah. Denzel. <laughs> yeah. if, there was, if you could bring back '90s Denzel, uh, I think Chris Evans would be like, well, yeah, just yeah, give to him. I, I, I think as well, it, it, just because you got a shout out, I think Michael B. Jordan would do a pretty good job with uh, Cap America as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I think right now, I think if they were to cast a younger uh, black actor as Cap, I think it probably would go to like yeah. Michael B. Jordan. I yeah. think that would be. Um, I think that would work. I think that could work. Look, I can actually kind of imagine that almost being something that happened in the future. Like he comes back as Killmonger, and then is like, you know, has a whole redemption arc and everything like that. But he's like this blend of Wakanda and America, and I think yeah, he could be. Uh, he'd be a uh, be, be good. Um, okay, moving on. We've got a big one, literally. Hulk. Ooh, I have a good one for this. If you don't. If you don't mind. Uh, please. Daniel Kaluuya was going to be my suggestion. Ooh, Very good. He's getting, he, yeah. Yeah, he's got that nerdiness. He's got that quiet charm. Mm. But you know he can hulk out. Like he, yeah. yeah, I feel like yeah. uh, it's like he could give some Mark Ruffalo vibes. I think yeah. he gives yeah. like Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm here for that. Mm. I'm absolutely yeah. here for that. I would go for Jordan Peele. Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, totally. Yes. Naughty. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. I love that. Fun, serious, big fan of that like casting. a little bit like, uh, yes, whatever that yeah. is. Yes, I... that was one thing that I always felt was a little missing from Mark Ruffalo. Mm. Not that, like, I think he acting it, I think he does a great job. I just don't think he's enough of a dweeb. Yeah, uh, I and that. I wanted somebody who's got a little bit more dweebiness mm. to mm-hmm. them. And I think Jordan Peele is a really good actor and has, he's such a chameleon. Yeah. Mm, like yeah. watching Keith Peele, that dude's character work is unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And I think in terms of like mocap and like the voice and everything, yeah, great it'd be great job. for Hulk. I also desperately now want to see the scene of uh, of him inside um, the Hulk Buster when Hulk's refusing to come out and Jordan <laughs> Peele being like, "What do you mean, no?" <laughs> like, I just think him just like flipping out yeah. would be so funny. Oh my god, go even better, right? You have Jordan Peele as uh, Bruce Banner, and then you get uh, uh, Michael Keegan. Keegan Michael Keegan. Yeah, that's Michael Keegan <gasps> to do Hulk as the anger translator. <laughs> like you get him to do that voice, and it's just the Hulk walking around with his fingers interlaced, that's just incredible. evil staring at everyone. Like, <laughs> like that scene when he punches the big worm. It's just him <laughs> laces his fingers and stares at the thing as it comes towards it, and the thing just stops. Like, nope. <laughs> it just stops of its own accord. <laughs> Love that. Who is our Black Widow? Scarlett Johansson. Oh, right? <laughs> we're, we're going yes. with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, yes. no. In this we're doing actors of color. Yeah, we're doing actors of color in this all black cast. Yeah. It has to be Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So moving on. <laughs> no, please. please. What a chameleon. Okay, I have a suggestion. Um, she was actually in Black Widow, but she wasn't playing uh, Scarlett's part, Black Widow. But um, Shania West, Shana West, she is oh. the samurai. Um, and she has a massive sort of Instagram following, but has been breaking out into acting for a while now. She's going to be in the um, the Warrior Queen. No, 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 the Warrior King? The, wo- the Woman King uh, with Viola Ooh. Davis down in, that's shooting in <gasps> South Africa at the moment. She has been doing martial mm. arts since she was a little girl. She is a literal fucking ninja. Like, she yeah. could actually do everything that Scarlet probably has a double for. Yeah. Like, yeah. she is literally yeah. A ninja, and she is beautiful. Oh my god, this Afro queen wielding this, Afro... this like katana that I'm wa- I'm watching a clip right now yeah. of. Are you guys watching this clip on IMDb? This is wild. Yeah. Like this is that is that is she Black is Widow. incredible. She's incredible. Pretty sick. And she's she's Black British. She's from the UK, I think. Um, oh. Yeah, and yeah, she's just. And she's Ghanaian, yeah, Ghanaian born. Yeah. My God, Ooh. she is doing all the flips and the ting. Yeah, all the whole what thing. What did she just do? Yeah, she she's just insane. did like a thing where she flipped and kicked a guy in the chest and then like <laughs> hand sprung like off her back, up, back up onto her feet. Oh my damn. Yeah. That's I'm just watching yes. Justice reaction. I, I feel like <laughs> yes. you're, you're just painting a picture for me. I, I love it. I'm going to put the, a link to this in the chat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just go and watch it in your own time, guys, because you need to see this. She's this amazing. is one of the most badass things i've ever I'm seen her play with knives yeah right now. yeah skip through uh, this it's, you get to a point where you are i was my jaw is insane. on the floor oh my goodness this woman okay would yeah, cut no, I'm me in. in half and i am okay with it yeah wow oh my god <laughs> wow. she's really the really cool. really cool. perfect I, I mean i don't even know uh, uh yeah i mean i was gonna throw out i like, had suggestions but i was like yeah, but that's I, no. I mean, like, I mean but lupita I, could do it so many like deny could do it yeah. so many people could fucking do it but like, Ooh, Denai would be but really like, good too. she could do it. Like, yeah, she yeah, could, yeah. She could literally yeah. do it. And I, think I haven't even I, seen I, her I, act, I, and she has such such swagger and right? skill that I feel like I genuinely I, I'm think compelled to cast. There her. really is something to this. Like, I genuinely think that, like, when I watch someone, when I know that they're at least like involved 
in like a lot of the stuff like it, it, it like it just makes me feel like they, i feel like they carry themselves differently like in the scenes like you get yeah. the sense this person could kick the ever-living crap out of yeah. you yeah. you know what i mean and like, like keanu reeves and that's, yes yes yeah, like, yeah exactly yeah. Like keanu reeves you know what i mean you know that guy ass. would bullseye you from like 20 <laughs> yards like he, no problem yes. you should be afraid <laughs> and i think that's what black widow has to have right yeah. i think like mm-hmm. absolutely i think that would be it would be great uh instead of just sort of vaguely uh red-headed blonde uh, sort of like flicks of the head it would be great if we saw all of this and then the flick of the, the afro right? yeah. like, makes me you know what I mean? mm, like mm. and she's gorgeous and like she's oh, all the yeah, swagger yeah. the whole vibe but she will actually cut you oh, listen i love yeah. an afro adventure listen yeah. kevin feige okay you need to step aside and let us just A do this one black time widow. <laughs> literally just let us do this one Once. time please yeah just one time yeah, I think uh, the Samurai definitely. Like Natasha's dead, they could always be like Black Widow's a mantle, and this other uh, yeah. sh- uh, Shayna West's yeah. character comes in and takes up oh, the mantle. Uh, well, I think um, that's yeah, already been handed over. Black Widow. To, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen Black Widow yet. Oh, the Florence Pugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, and moving on to our last and by all means least Hawkeye. Do we have? Do we? Who do we feel like disrespecting today? Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you know funny. what? Like, yeah, like, sort of like uh, yeah, late maybe. 90s, early <laughs> 2000s, Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. I think would work. I, yeah. I hate to say this, and I'm so sorry Classic Cuba. if you ever listen to this. I don't think you will, but if you ever listen to this, I think Chiwetel would do a pretty good job of Hawkeye. I think he'd be a pretty good Hawkeye. I gotta I be honest, Chiwetel so. Ejiofor, I think would do a pretty <laughs> good Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye's pretty tricky because, like, as a character, unlike the other ones, like he hasn't really been fleshed out enough. So I don't really know what the no. I don't want, I don't want to know what the spice is, like the thing, the seasoning. There, it, the it, he's a family man. That's his spice. He's a Midwest. <laughs> and that's like, like his whole character. Like he's a ruthless killer Who's family. An archer. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. how the he fuck lives on like a track? ranch, and so I think he practices with his bow and arrow on the ranch. I don't know. That's <sighs> just fine. I don't know his personality. No, yeah. He's I just kind of serious. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I, yeah, I don't know what that so means. So here's here's something I'm going to throw out. Yeah, here's something I'm going to throw out. If we're including Ronan in this. Because then I think we get into some spice. Ronan is like a very, mm-hmm. very cool cat. That's like when Hawkeye goes all like, I've lost my family. They got turned to dust. And now I'm going to kill everyone with a samurai oh, sword. Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then, then I'm going to throw out Lakeith Stanfield. Because we haven't yeah, yeah. mentioned Lakeith Stanfield. That was, yeah. I, bro, that was who I was thinking the whole oh, time. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, also yeah, thinking Lakeith, about like... I can, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. There's a... <laughs> you heard <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that I may have misinterpreted what you just said. Oh, but maybe I didn't. That Lakeith Stanfield can get it. Oh no, no. I mean, I mean, he could get the character, but he can also oh, get I it. See. Yeah, I know. But I mean, I'm gonna say you're here first, I folks. I don't think anyone Unati, here is disagreeing. Uh, I mean, it's Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith, if you're listening here, here. Yeah, we all agree you can yeah, get I mean, it. Like, uh, <laughs> Congrats. Hit us up. Come on the show. Uh, You can get it. (laughs) Uh, I think even for like, I'm thinking of like uh, more modern Mm -hmm. comic, like contemporary comic book Mm -hmm. Hawkeye when he's kind of like, he's kind of like Charlie Brown with a bow and arrow. Like everything, nothing goes his way. Mm -hmm. He's always like trying stuff and his life is just sad. Like his whole life is, let me find you. Mm -hmm. There was a really like definitive Hawkeye comic book run. I cannot remember. Um, who wrote it but it's like it's kind of what they took a little bit of inspiration from 
for the uh, for the show. I think to the point th- where like he, the logo was even similar to the logo for that particular Hawkeye mm-hmm. series. Okay, okay. Um, let me see if I can find the actual. We can we can keep going. And whatnot, well, I think no, I think we're I think that's the end there. of our list. Yeah. Hawkeye was the end of our list, but I think yeah. that I think that's uh, I think we've got some very good. I think we've got some great suggestions in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one that's making me sad that we don't have in there right now is I feel like we've got to get a, a way to get my my, my dude uh, John David Washington in there because I mean he's just good. Mm-hmm. He's just good. He needs to be. Uh, he needs to be a someone and um, oh, actually oh can I throw out one more really really quickly who hmm. would be our Doctor Strange because I feel like that's a difficult oh. one like that's I'm like Dev Patel <gasps> oh oh my yes Unati that's I so want great. a ridiculous Doctor Strange yeah Jer- I knew Jeremy was going to say this this is why I wanted to throw I out want, I knew Jeremy was going to say this uh, I want by the hoary hosts of Hoggoth Doctor Strange hey. I don't want this Doctor House Tony Stark light Doctor Strange <laughs> <laughs> I want like come on. I genuinely and then, like, thought, fly I away. Genuinely thought like, when I you said that. light, because of the context of the conversation, I thought you meant light skinned. Oh uh, yeah, like, no. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know Benedict Cumberbatch is black. Yeah. <laughs> One surprise, he's a light skinned brother. Him and, uh, him and Scarlett actually went to the same school for acting, which is yeah. which is really cool. So uh, that's <laughs> why. Oh wow. Maybe maybe they're related. What about a young? <laughs> that's how. They're, that's why they're both black. Dude, what about a young Forrest Whitaker for that then? For like Ooh, proper, yeah. like off the wall, you know, real, like big Doctor Strange. Mm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Forrest Whitaker has mm. that slightly like unhinged vibes. I think he mm. could do yeah. that. I think he could do that really well. Mm-hmm. I would also watch Donald Glover try. Oh, his hand. I mean, Donald Glover yeah. can honestly take any of these parts. Yeah, yeah. Any, like he can I'm just. Down. He can also he, get he, it. <laughs> yeah, he can get it, and he can take any of these parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh well wild uh, that was uh that was our Wizard of the Rings for the Avengers Assemble and I'm so Woo! glad to have shared it uh some fantastic suggestions I think my top favorite choice so far has to go to Unati for Jordan Peele as Hulk I am mm, so here for it yeah. uh speaking of Jordan Peele uh nope uh a what a perfect title for a horror film uh, and also oh. B I'm actually kind of worried because generally I feel like Jordan Peele's been getting scarier and scarier and I feel like <laughs> Nope's going to get to a point where I'm going to be like mm, Nope I don't know if I'm going to watch this on my own you know what I mean and uh-huh. uh, I may need the three of you to come with me to watch this is what I'm saying um, oh yeah no I- I'm down I'm <laughs> Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, Well, I think that kind of concludes our 100th episode. We've been going for ages, so we should absolutely wrap this one up um, and uh, let all of uh, uh, you, the listeners, go and us. uh, I need to go and eat some of those wings um, that I Mm -hmm. I mentioned before. I'm going to go and have a great time uh, eating these wings. Um, But this has been the 100th episode of Three (gasps) Black Halflings. That is a, a truly amazing milestone, and uh, I think it is. I, I, I said this slightly. I said this off air, but I'm going to say this on air. Uh, thank you so much to you, Liv, to you, Jeremy, to you, Nati, for being a part of this journey. Uh, I think what an amazing thing we've achieved together, uh, and the fact that we're still going, not only strong, but I would say stronger and stronger is just absolutely bananas and amazing. And I don't think it would have happened without all of our, our collective like passion and desire. Uh, 
to make this thing as successful as it is. So huge shout out to, to Jade as well, uh, the Woo, our, our producer who works tirelessly yeah. editing these episodes and, and hearing my voice. Uh, and to anyone and everyone that we have collaborated with uh, during our time, uh, all of our incredible guests that have helped us get to this point. Uh, and obviously, most of all, to you, the audience, who without we would not be at 100 episodes. Uh, it's just that simple. Like if you guys didn't listen and didn't enjoy and didn't interact, we wouldn't be uh, doing what we are. So thank you so much for listening uh, to all of this wild nonsense that we put on for you guys uh, and sticking with us. I can't believe you've listened to a hundred episodes of this. Truly, I, I mean, I don't even know where we go from here. This may, maybe this is the I don't know. Um, uh, I'm enjoying it far too much for this to be for this to be end. Um, but if I can request one small thing, maybe if you haven't, maybe drop a review on the episode. It's 100th episode. If there's ever a time to drop a review and help spread the word, now is the time to do it. We've got 100 episodes that people can go back and listen to. 100. That is at least yeah. 100 hours of content. It is definitely more, because this episode alone is like an hour and a half. <laughs> so it's definitely more. Um, <laughs> but there's loads of content. Plus, you've got all the actual play stuff we've done. I think we're actually nearly approaching 200 episodes oh. uh, in terms of all Ooh. the episodes we recorded. Uh, we're probably way over that, including Patreon stuff. So uh, yeah. we are out here doing everything we can to bring you all this content. So if you have a second today, uh, leave us a review on whatever podcasting app you're using. Share something on Twitter. Uh, tweet about us feel free to do like a you know hey congratulations on hitting 100 episodes or something we really really appreciate it uh, and your love is felt but in the meantime Unati where can people find your stuff on the internet even though you know you're just out here in Hollywood or whatever now <laughs> messing around with that stuff so you know um, I am on Instagram I think that's Leander Lewis yeah yeah, Leander Lewis Nyao. That's my name. Yes, Leander Lewis Nyao on Instagram, all one word. But no Unati. No Unati. Um, it didn't. It didn't pop up. It didn't go into the middle. It's really didn't, irritating. Didn't make it a cut. Didn't make the cut. Um, so. And wow. then my Twitter handle is L U L Lewis Nyao. Lewis Nyao, I think. Yeah, L U Lewis Nyao. I don't know what my handles are, guys. Just I think I know what your handle is. I think that is your handle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Figure it out. Just Google Luyanda yeah. Unati Lewis Nyao yeah. and probably and stuff, will come, stuff, stuff will definitely come up if you Google yeah. Unati's name. Unati's a big deal now. So. Something, will come. something will come up. IMDB is the first yeah. one. Uh, you cannot contact Unati if I IMDB. Exactly. <laughs> um, amazing. Liv, where can people find more of your stuff on the Tinder webs? You can find me on Twitter at Magic. That's me. Love Woo-hoo! it. Uh, uh, Jeremy Cobb, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Jeremy Cobb one and that's Cobb with two B's, not one, two and the number one. Mm And you can find me at JW <laughs> underscore Cartwright. Uh, you can find the show at three. That's the number three black halflings. Uh, we have a Patreon in which we have an incredible new stretch goal, which will see us release a mini source book for Outlaws and Obelisks so that you could run a game in Utara and what more could you possibly want? Uh, you will also, if you're one of the uh, 550 people that helps us hit that stretch goal of 550 patrons, you will receive it for free. Ooh. For free! What more could you need? What? Uh, we have much. 
as well. We have a merch store. All of the links for all of our stuff is in, is below. But, uh, you know, hey, look, I don't usually ask, but if there's ever a day you're going to show us some love, today would be an amazing day to do it because we, we're, we're feeling ourselves today. We're mm. out here doing it, and oh. uh, we are extremely appreciative. So on that note, thank you so much, Halflings. We will speak to you next week. But for now, so long, Shire Folk! So long, Shire Folk! So long, Shire Folk! So long, Shire Folk, yeah! Hello, Halflings. It's your boy, Jacob, and I'm here to do a Patreon shout-out. This is a shout-out to all those wonderful folks who signed up for the Three Black Halflings Patreon in the last month. First off, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. And Tony Trigg. Thank you, Tony Trigg. And Welly Boy. Welly Boy. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly, Welly Boy. Thank you, Welly Boy. And Brendan Masker. You the bomb, Brendan. And Fronal. How could I forget Fronal? It's a good thing I didn't. Uh, Gavin Putney. Thank you, Gavin. And Chad Pytel. Or Pittle. I'm not sure. But thank you, Chad. Corey Stevens. Oh, you, Corey. And Haley B. Thank you, Haley B. Don Simonet or Simonet? I don't know, but both of them are cool. Thank you, Don. And Levi Scott. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, Levi Scott. And Nicholas Frankel. Oh, you old dog, you. Thank you so much, Nicholas Frankel. And that is it for this round of patrons. If you would like to get your own Patreon shout-out, then sign up for the Three Black Halflings Patreon. What are you waiting for? Go do it. And then you'll hear one of us read your name out and thank you and hopefully pronounce it correctly. Stay healthy, halflings. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>